You're listening to the Stay Sore Podcast, where we talk about physical, financial, and emotional strength. Why stay sore? Because nothing good comes easy. Here's your host, Bo Skitsko. All right, guys, welcome back to the Stay Sore Podcast. With me here today, I have Laura and... uh, I'm going to try not to butcher the last name. Kelbley? Yes. Awesome. Okay, so Laura has a story that I thought might be inspiring or motivational or at least entertaining uh, because in when I met Laura, she was kind of almost more than halfway through the story, but your story began with you told me you were clinically obese, not happy, chronic back pain, knee pain, right? And... Um, now you're super fit, you're over 50, you're super fit, you can lift over 100 pounds, you can run without getting out of breath, and I want to talk about it. I think people need to hear that it's all possible, you just have to have the right mindset, a plan, and just start summer. So, thank you for being here. You're welcome. Okay, so, tell me if this is right. You got into a hospital, you had a blood cloth, you were on bed rest, and you had to move around with the cane, right? It all sounds pretty bad. Right. So um, this happened in January. I was working. January of? Um, 2014. So six years ago. Yes. Okay. 2014. Um, I was working overtime late, and all of a sudden I had a shooting pain in my leg, and it was so excruciating, I almost passed out. It was like I saw stars and stuff. Oh, wow. So I I laid down on the ground, and uh, my coworker was wanting to know if she needed to call 911 or something. And I said, no, no, just give me a minute. Um, So that happened at work? That happened at work. Okay. So um, she called the supervisor over, and, you know, I just, by that time, I got back up in my chair, and I was like, you know, just give me a minute. I should be fine. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about it. Um, but I had noticed that at that point, um, I still had some pain. It wasn't as sharp as before. Um, but when I went to get up to walk, I, I had a limp. So I could tell something was wrong with my leg. Okay. Um, a couple days later, about four doctors later, um, I finally was diagnosed with the blood clot and was told I needed to stop everything and go immediately to the hospital. Um, so you, I understand you had two blood clots, one in your leg, one in your lungs? Right. So they knew about the leg one. I had an ultrasound. That's how they found the leg one. Basically, I had a blood clot from my knee all the way up to my hip. Wow. Um, and then once I got to the hospital, they did more scans, and that's when they found that I had the pulmonary embolisms in my lungs also. Wow, okay, so that was six years ago. I just wanna clarify, do you think that, or do you know that came from a lifestyle, being overweight, uh, not a lot of movement, what was it? Um, Well, they did a lot of testing because there's a couple things that can cause it. Um, One is hereditary things, uh, genetic things. Unfortunately, I cleared all that, so that was not what caused it. Um, then other things that can call, cause it is um, birth control pills, um, flying in an airplane, and also sitting too much. Okay. So um, 
I did take birth control pills, so I did stop that just in case, but I had been sitting a lot. I for would work? For work. I would sit four or five hours a time without moving. Um, I was working a lot of overtime, which means I was doing 10-hour days sitting in front of a computer. So would, would you say you mostly, not completely, but mostly contribute that to lifestyle choices? Yes. Um, Were you overweight at that time? I was not as overweight as my highest peak, but I was about, um, I think, around 160 at that point. Okay. So I was not skinny. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I understand. And, um, but you haven't moved much, right? Right. I hadn't been moving much because I'd get home from work. I'd be really tired. I'd sit on the couch and eat and watch TV for a couple hours and then go to bed. So. Okay, how about your nutrition? Um, my nutrition was not great, um, but it wasn't too bad because I had started a couple years earlier um, when I was even heavier trying to lose weight. And so I was eating better than I had been, but I wasn't eating super clean either. Okay, so you started off with being, like you told me before, you were clinically obese. You started working out a little bit, starting to watch your diet, but there was already some damage in your body, which later on caught up with you during your process of trying to become better, right? Right. You had the blood clots, uh, and then you were on bed rest, correct? Right, I was on bed rest. Um, I didn't leave the hospital for over a week. Oh, wow. And um, once I got home, I was put on bed rest, and I needed to do that for six weeks. Okay. Um, and at first, you know, it was shocking to me because pretty much the week before I'd been working and having my normal life mm -hmm. and now I was stuck in bed and you think well that's not too bad you can watch TV and books and you don't have to feel guilty um, the problem was is I was so weak um, I needed help to do everything I remember um, the first night I was home from the hospital I had to I wanted to brush my teeth and I was too weak to go to the bathroom to um, go by the sink and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So someone had to bring me a bowl of water with my wow. toothbrush and just trying to move my arm just felt really heavy. Okay, that's, that's quite a comeback you've made. Um, if you don't mind, I'm gonna post while we talk some, some if, you if you guys watch it on YouTube, you can see some workout videos of Laura working out so, so you get an idea how far she has come. So um, you had, after that, you, have to, you had to walk around with a cane and stuff. Correct? Right. How, how frustrating or how much did that make you lose hope or motivation to, to become strong, fit, or just, just live a normal life? Actually, um, I was frustrated with the, the slowness of recovery, um, but my doctor had told me that once people go through this and um, their leg, I mean, my leg through this whole thing, felt like it was made of wood. Mm -hmm. It was very stiff, it was very swollen, it was very heavy, mm -hmm. and I couldn't move it. Just I had to leg? like pick it up with my arms and try to move it. Just one leg, the one that had just, to Yeah, just off? the one leg. Okay. Um, but my overall weakness, you know, covered everything. Mm -hmm. So when I walked with a cane, it wasn't frustrating in as much as I was just trying not to fall over. Um, and it was an effort to cross the room. Um, and then when I got 
to the couch, I had to immediately try to put my leg up because it hurt so bad not being elevated. So there were a lot of other things going on um, that kept me occupied besides being um, frustrated. But as I approached the six weeks and I knew I needed to get back to work, um, I really wanted to get better because, you know, with the doctor saying some people never recover, sometimes they're always disabled, handicapped. I'm like, I've, I was like, I'm too young to be handicapped the rest of my life. So I started going to the gym um, after my doctor said, okay. But um, what I started with is just going on the um, treadmill. treadmill. And I had to hold on to both sides since mm -hmm. I wasn't using the cane, and I set it to like a half okay. or one. And I just, you know, walked like a very decrepit old person. Um, but that was a workout for me at that point. I knew that that's all I could do, and that's where I started from. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what was, what was the transition? Where did you start from? Or how did you go from, I'll try to learn to walk without a cane, to now you're squatting triple digits on the barbell with a weight? Like, how does that transition look like? You decide and then you just work on it? Was it ups and downs or was it just one up? How, how does, in short, in a short sentence or two, how does that look like, that transition? Um, I, what that transition looks like is just, you know, wanting to get rid of the inconvenience of the cane. Mm -hmm. um, so with work, you know, I, I would have to walk from the parking lot to work and then walk, you know, through work to get to the bathroom, to the cafeteria. So um, I had practice walking and then I could rest. Mm -hmm. um, so that eventually allowed me to get rid of the cane. And then from there, I just kept trying to work out. I knew that because my issues came with sitting too much. Um, another thing the doctor told me is once you have a blood clot, you're like three times as much likely to have another one. Okay. Um, so so I knew I needed to do a major overhaul of my So that was kind of your <laughs> motivation, motivation to, to change your lifestyle a little yes. bit, to be more active, okay? How, how long? Should one, from your experience, should one expect to be the to to take to for this transformation from going to barely walking to being comfortable jumping and stuff? I mean, that took a number of years. I um, wasn't able to go very quickly, um, and what I decided to do is just figure out what the process was going to be. You know, between food, moving. Um, and just know that it wasn't going to happen right away. It was going to be slow. And I would say it probably was so slow over the years that I really didn't notice it. It was just a gradual thing. And that's, that's how it usually works. It takes time, I understand. Did you have any, any help, any guidance, a trainer or a coach, or did you follow any online programs, anything? Um, I really wanted to work with a trainer. Um, I had worked with a trainer on and off prior to that, mm -hmm. and I learned how to eat better. I had to learn everything because, you know, I grew up in America where you make casseroles and you use soup and boxed foods and all sorts of stuff. Convenient packaged <laughs> processed food. 
And as a mother, I was busy running the kids around, so we would often eat at restaurants or fast food. Um, so I really had to change my diet. Um, and although my trainers um, guided me with some food, you know, I had to work some of it out on my own. I used um, the fitness app mm -hmm. to train or uh, keep track of my food intake until I started getting a good feel for how many calories I should be eating. And then I worked with trainers to try to get my strength back, um, get mobility, and just try to become stronger. I understand. I'm glad you mentioned tracking food because so many people want results, but they don't want to deal with measuring or tracking or somehow having nutritional accountability. And that's, would you agree that was kind of the biggest part to your transformation? Yeah, I would say that was the biggest part. Um, I know one person I saw at work one time had lost weight over six months, and um, I wanted to know how she did it. And I know she had adjusted her food, but she also started running. So she did a couple of different things. Um, but that did give me the motivation to go, you know what, if she can do that, I can do that. And it just, you know, so every day I try to eat the right thing. And then if I have a day that I'm off or, you know, I don't worry about it as long as I try to stick to it most of the time. Okay. Well, uh, if you don't worry too much about it, how did you prevent it from being tomorrow another day of a slip up? Um, because I think in my nature, I'm pretty, I pr like structure and I like things in line. So when I get off task or off my plan, then I, I always circle back. I understand. So uh, throughout this transformation, what was the most frustrating part? I think the most frustrating part was just how long it took me. I understand. Um, you know, because time has been going by fairly quickly. And I think that I just achieved this, but really looking back, it's been a long process. And yes, it's usually a long process and anything good worth having takes time and effort, I understand. What is the biggest benefit from going from being in the beginning clinically obese and then just overweight to now? What is the biggest benefit in your mind of sticking to it and watching what you eat and constantly going to the gym. I'd say the biggest benefit is just feeling stronger. You know, if I need to help out at my mom's house, um, if I need to go to the grocery store, you know, lifting things that are heavy, um, moving things around, furniture in my house is not a big deal. It's almost like a challenge as opposed to when I felt too heavy to really get off off the couch or my knees hurt walking to the bedroom. So I would say that's one benefit. The other benefit is shopping for clothes. There you go. It's been really, really hard pretty much my whole life trying to find clothes that fit. And it wasn't until I, I finally got in shape where I could just pick any, go in any store and pick something and it would fit. So you, you said most of your life it was hard. Does that mean you were kind of out of shape or overweight most of your life? 
Um, no, actually I was pretty much in shape most of my life. Um, once I went to college, I gained my freshman 15. Um, stress? Because what? No, because I was allowed to eat whatever I want. I see, out of the house. Yes. Okay. Um, and then I went on Weight Watchers actually because it did get bad in college and I lost a bunch of weight again. Um, and then after I had my kids, I kept gaining weight after each kid I had. And so that, that caused me to gain weight. But I would say the majority of my life, I was fairly in shape. Mm -hmm. It's just when I was younger, my proportions weren't normal. Mm -hmm. So even though I was skinny, it's like a lot of times I had to get bigger clothes and then take them in and alter them to get them to fit. And now you don't have that anymore. Yeah. Well, so working out and eating right can help even with genetic proportions. Like a lot of people say, it's just my genetics. I understand, but uh, there's always things you can improve on. Okay, um, has working out and eating right and changing your appearance and just even also, I'm assuming your mindset, did that help you with any mindset or mental strengths, not just physically, has it helped you mentally in any ways? Yeah, I would say I feel stronger mentally too because I have control over my body. I have more control of my life. Um, I'm able to um, balance and I, balance basically work life, moving, sitting, and I think overall I because I know more about health because I know more about how the body works. Mm -hmm. I've come more attuned to my body. So I feel like overall I have more control too, which is confidence. That's awesome. Yeah, when, when you started working with me, you were already on a pretty good track. I, I, me as a trainer, I had it easy because you were already dedicated for the most part, you knew what you're doing. And you still, ever since I've been working with you for like four years, maybe I want to say. Probably more. <laughs> Even more, there you go. And um, you have improved and improved and improved. and. With, with mental improvements came physical improvements and with physical improvements came more mental strength and like willingness to push through, to do the right things, to not have excuses. I'm really proud of your, of your achievements. And I wanted to talk to you to show other people that do not give up. Don't like let, it's my genetics or it's whatever be the excuse. And I understand there's, there's very challenging either diseases, conditions, whatever it is, but you can always make things a little better. Like you can fix them completely or just make them better, but don't give up. There's always a chance uh, to, to, to make it at least a little better. And your story, I hope, will serve as inspiration or motivation for other people because your change is not just more than 60 pounds. The change is way more than that because the change is from will I recover from this? Will I change my life? Will I have it under control? Will I be a good role model for my husband, for my kids, for other people. So uh, you did a great thing. Before we finish, do you have any last words of wisdom? If somebody's struggling with the same issues like you, maybe not just a blood cloth, but maybe just sitting on the couch and not feeling like starting. Any words of wisdom? Um, words of wisdom is it's not too late to start. Um, I didn't start this until I was in my 40s, so. How old are you now, if I may ask? 51. 51, so the videos that you saw of her working out, it's 51 years old, okay. Um, 
And there's a lot of times I'm sitting on the couch or I don't want to do something when I come home. I mean, I, it's still a struggle, it's not easy. And usually what I, I try to do is just stick to it. Just, you know, I know if I get to where I'm gonna exercise, even if I don't do a really good exercise um, or give 100%, I'm moving, which I know is gonna be the most important thing. And I would say the second thing is don't look at the scale. Mm-hmm. You know, don't try to see short-term goals um, because it doesn't happen that way. Um, I, I know I have family members that step on a scale every week and try to see improvements and that's how they motivate themselves. But what I found is, you know, I could be the same weight um, and be totally different shapes, be in different clothes, um, and feel differently. So it, weight really isn't what does it. You have to just figure out what your process is going to be, both food and activity, and then just stick to it. Well, you have, when it comes to weight, especially, I think, when I met you over the last few years, you've built quite a bit of muscle. So you gain weight, but it's a good thing. So weight can come from different places. You can store water, you can have uh, fat on your body, or you can have muscle. And uh, it's not about the weight, like you said. It's about how you feel, how you perform, how healthy your organs internals are versus what just the scale says. Because according to the scale, I have a body weight <laughs> issue myself, but I don't have much fat. So yeah. Um, I. Thank you so much for being here, and I'm, again, super proud of your achievement. Guys, you heard it yourself. You step on, this, on the treadmill, start summer. She stepped on the treadmill at a half speed, which is slower than just even walking. Gotta start somewhere, and then every day, every month, every year, a tiny bit better until you can do it all. Thank you so much. Till the next episode, stay sore. <laughs>